to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This is episode 227 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu to get early access to the video version of this podcast, to get access to our Patreon exclusive conversational podcast, The After Story, which new episode, episode 70, dropped by the time you're hearing this. There's a new episode, episode 70. It's all about TV stuff. So, Netflix shows, you know, Hunting a Hill House, and um, mm. we we touched briefly on oh, we touched briefly on Invincible. Um, we did uh, what else we do? Interstellar, my favorite movie of all time. We talked about a lot. Uh, some good stuff. Some very very good stuff on the After Story. So after episode seventy, the After Story is up now. Make sure you check that out. Also, you get access to Take Talks, our exclusive take talk conversational show. Um, highly edited, highly controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I got another Take Talk coming for y'all soon, hopefully. Make sure you, you, you subscribe for that. Also, Mike Check Manga, where we discuss the manga we are reading together or individually a lot of stuff over on patreon just go to patreon.com slash my check wife food support is there if you can we appreciate the support the love we couldn't do it without y'all especially the patreon producers shout out to the patreon producers that support us at our weeb tier on patreon shout out to chris our archivist dre the goat g rob from dad needs to talk podcast jay lee trey from show go high Ked the pro from chaotic culture podcast and show go high Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi, Semi Sensei, Frozen, Sophia, and last but not least, T Money Fingers. Thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We couldn't do it without you, especially you, T Money Fingers. Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I always just start singling out people that, that support us on Patreon. We appreciate y'all for supporting us, though. We love you. Uh, couldn't do it without y'all. This is a very special episode, but before we get into how special this episode is, tell how you feeling. Uh, I kind of want to talk about how I'm feeling with a, a question. I have do an you, answer. Do you eat dark chocolate? I do. It's the only chocolate I eat. <laughs> here's why I hate you. <laughs> Damn. And, and, and here's why I hate you, because it's the chocolate I prefer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, after 10 years, um, we haven't been married for 10 years, but we've been together for about to be nine years. Um, well, we've been married for about to be nine years. She just recently found out that I preferred dark chocolate like a month ago. Mm. <laughs> and we've been going down this dark chocolate rabbit hole for a while ever since. So d- trying different dark chocolates, seeing what she likes. And we got like, you know, 
some cheap dark chocolate, like some regular Hershey's dark chocolate. Yeah. The special dark chocolate, whatever. And she's like, I don't see how you like this. It's, and I was like, this is the sweetest dark chocolate you can get. I'm telling her, like, this is the sweetest dark chocolate you can get. This isn't even good dark chocolate. This is like cheap dark, <laughs> dark chocolate. Yeah. So we went out and got some really good dark chocolate, like some 72% cacao dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. She hates it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so much better than just normal chocolate. But uh, we also did some research and found out that it's, it, it actually makes your t- your taste yeah your taste buds more willing to to eat things that aren't super sweet so i was telling her that's why i like dark chocolate because it's not as sweet like everything else seems like way overpowering yeah like kicking my chest bro um i cannot stand sweet stuff like i i used to i can't yeah, do it anymore you, i don't like it i hate it i have like a threshold now where it's like okay this is sweet enough yes yeah that, that, i and guess that's a good way of putting too it too sweet Right. Having a threshold is a better way of putting it because I I could do like every once in a blue moon, I'll get a gummy bear. Right. Like <laughs> that's that's about as sweet as I can go. Or or maybe like I, I can't do any like I don't I can't even drink like pop anymore. Like I, it's just too sweet. Um, So I don't know. I, dark chocolate is the only chocolate I prefer now, usually. But, you know, you can't always get it. So I just don't I don't do it. <laughs> and, and And we spent like. Twenty dollars on some 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 small ass pieces of cacao dark chocolate, but it was good. It was real good. Worth um, at least to me. <laughs> it was to me. <laughs> she she tasted it. it. Was like, yeah, I can't do this. And I was like, I get it. I feel it. <laughs> is it is it too bitter for? So yes, but to me, and I'm, like I said, to me, it don't taste bitter almost at all. To me, and I get it because I really I'm gonna be real. I don't like bitter taste. Um, but. Usually. To me, it's not like it's not really all that bitter because I feel like I taste the sweetness perfectly fine. Right, um, and it could just be the fact that I'm I'm used to this like toned down taste. But I've been eating dark chocolate since like middle school, like since about the time I met you. So it's like to me, dark chocolate has been my way for a minute. It ain't it ain't nothing new for me. It's it's the superior chocolate for sure, for sure. How you doing, Polo? <laughs> uh, you know, not too bad, not too bad. Uh. I don't know. I just, I've been been kind of on chill mode. I've been back to streaming, so that's been nice. Um, Love it. I, I, every shout out to everybody that came through the stream. Twitch.tv slash Polo Bore Fly. I went from literally took a long break to having basically no subs to back up to forty already. So I appreciate y'all for supporting me over there on Twitch. That's that's enough. Round of applause to Polo in the chat. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. It, it means a lot. But I've been playing Alan Wake Two over there, the uh, scary Polo game. That I, I Polo don't do scary. I got, <laughs> I got to finish it though. I got to, I got to complete it because that's on my list of games to beat. Um, big year though. Big year. I think I'm gonna do like a, uh, a, a, a take talk just on like the games I beat and what I thought about them, like in, in like a quick little video form and stuff. I think that'd be dope. That's another so, idea. One, one more question there. Sure, I got an answer. Quick synopsis on Alan Wake 2 because I'm going to tell you, Alan Wake 1 to me was a phenomenal game. Um, I thought it was highly slept on. had no idea people actually liked Alan Wake until like two years ago. <laughs> it, was, it was a cult classic. It was a cult classic. Very small, small base. I played a little bit of it on 360 back in the day, but I never finished it. Um, but Alan Wake 2 um 
you can't really give a synopsis on. That mm-hmm. means because it's yeah, yeah, it's fucking trippy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I can just tell you this. Basically, there's a there's an author. His name is Alan Wake, who creates these these thriller books, these detective books. But he's been missing for 13 years. Um, <clears throat> and he's missing in a town called uh. I think it's called Bright Falls. Yeah, Bright Falls. He's he's missing in Bright Falls. And you as an FBI agent is tasked with kind of solving some murders that happened in Bright Falls. And he just happens to be a part of it. And you kind of learn uh, how it all works. And it's fucking trippy, bro. It's it's like a... I, I never done drugs before, but I would assume that it's like a bad acid trip. It's don't a, I wanna, we don't want to experience that. It, it's, a, it's a very interesting... Um, interesting story the way it's telling and it's fucking it's so creative like it's uh, it's unbelievably creative it has a slight spoiler i guess roughly i mean it doesn't really matter it's not really a spoiler it's all in it's all over the trailers and so it has um you know max Payne, right you remember the video game max Payne? Mm-hmm. same same uh people that created madeline wake created max Payne. there's a detective which is the partner of the character that you're playing called alex casey He's, mm. he's played by uh, Sam Lake, like the the um, likeness is Sam Lake, which is the creator of Alan Wake and Max Payne, which was the likeness they used on Max Payne because they didn't have a character likeness. So they just took a picture of the game director and put him on Max Payne and called that his face. So they got his face and then they got the voice of Max Payne voicing the guy. So it's. It's fucking, it's a nostalgia trip and a half, bro. I tell you that much. And the way they do it, because his voice, Max Payne's voice, the, 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 dude, the, the dude that dude does Max Payne's voice is so talented, bro. He's so good that it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. It's great. Is the game still narrated by Alan Wake? Um, narrated by someone else this time? It's both, I guess. Okay. okay. It's multiples, if you, if that makes sense. It makes sense. I get v- it. Very interesting, fucking. Oh, so good, and the way they, the mechanics within it is so sick. Uh, you, you got to come to Twitch.tv slash Polo Board Fly. Watch me play it. I only streamed it for two days. How did <laughs> uh, multi stream go? Oh uh, well, you know who showed up on uh, YouTube? Who? Q. Hey, let's go. Yeah, it, yeah, he pulled up on me, so. That was nice. It was it was fine, you know. It was fine. Mossy streaming ain't 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 bad, but you know, you know, it is what it is. Watching two chats is tough. Watching one is hard for me already. Mm-hmm. So watching two is, is real tough. Anyway, this is Mike Check Wife Waifu, the anime podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9 30 a.m. CT, where we bring you seasonal anime discussion, reviews, and the like. Today is a fat episode. It's about to be a fat episode. Um, I'm going to just say this now, right off the jump. Next week, we're going to be talking about Invincible, the first two episodes, because we can't talk about it this week because I didn't watch it yet because I totally fucking forgot uh, <laughs> until I mentioned it earlier when we talked about the after story where we talked about Invincible. Um, but today is going to be mostly Attack on Titan and then a few other things we watch. So before we get into that, Tell, let's say our episode of the week at at the same time. I'm gonna count down from three. Okay, you ready? 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know what his is. You don't know what mine is, but I got a feeling I know what it is. You ready? Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Rent free. Rent free. <laughs> free. Free rent is both of our episodes of the week this week. Obviously, for obvious reasons, we're gonna talk uh, about that in the second half of the show for spoilers. Fucking hell, dude! Incredible episode, man. Incredible yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, easily uh, amazing episode, and man, they don't they don't play in that anime, bro. They don't play. It was. Listen, it was actually, you know what? Really nice week this week for anime again. Mm-hmm. But I will say Madhouse is on fire right now with free rent or rent free is what we call it. it it's spectacular. Spectacular. I, I just knew both of our episodes. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is about to be both of our episodes of the week this week. <laughs> it was tales for the last three weeks, but <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> no, and you're not wrong. Never, never have you been wrong about it. Um, I will say honorable mention though. Um, while I don't like it as much as MF Ghost Overtake had a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of good episodes this week actually. Uh, uh, uh Crimson Ragnar Crimson. It was a really good episode. It was our dating story was a good episode. Really good episode. Obviously JJK. Uh-huh. Hundred girlfriends was really good. While Dr. Stone had picked up, I feel like this has been the weakest episode so yes. far, but only for like they were prepping kind of kind of stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. Same with Eminence. Eminence also was a very slow episode this week for, you know, objectively story reasons. But, you know, it was good to get, get those in. There. It was a good week. It was another good week. Um, yeah. Undead Unluck still sucks. Uh, but I'm talking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about one thing that I watched this week, though. What you watch, brother? It's a Netflix show. It's called Pluto. All right, all right, Pluto. I, I didn't know exactly what it was going into it until episode six, I think. And actually, speaking of that, uh, shout out to again everybody that showed up to our live show last week. Speaking of this month, oh, I fucking should have. I had it in my notes right here to bring up that the next live show is November 26th, but I digress. Last week when we did our uh, live episode, Rob J came through and said he dropped Pluto after episode six, and I get exactly why he did it. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. But um, it's, you know, it's not bad. It's very... Yeah, I don't think you need to watch it. Um, I don't think anybody needs to watch it, to be honest, because... Unless you're a, unless you're an older fan, I guess, but it's just Astro Boy. I'm gonna just say what it is. It's a dark retelling of Astro Boy. So it's like Cash and Sins. No, it's worse than that. Yes, uh, not worse. It's good. It's, like it's more on the Astro Boy path, but yeah, I it. it's not a bad show. It's very, very dark. Um, very predictable though. Like I mean, beat for beat predictability is off the fucking charts. Um, and does that make it bad? No. It just makes I, it predictable. Yeah, it just makes it predictable. Um, so I really didn't care that much for anything I was watching. It was long. Eight one-hour episodes is kind of long. 
<laughs> which technically makes it 16, but I don't know. You know, it's just, it didn't feel good watching it. I, I, I'll say that. It didn't feel good. Very, um, I don't know. I feel like I was forcing myself. Hmm. Hear me out. Ain't that what Rob J said? Yep. He said exactly that. And when he felt like he forced himself at this point, he got to let it go. You got to let it go. I don't, it doesn't matter if you was 11 out of 12. You should definitely let it go. What about you? You watch anything new this week before we get into the main topic? Uh, Nothing specifically new, but um, I had some thoughts on Berserker Gluttony. Okay, talk to me. Um, We talked about a little bit of predictability, right? Sure. And they kind of they kind of led into some of that before, right? They gave us what's happening or what we could assume would be happening, uh, like episode two or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, they dropped it. How, I I kind of wanted to see how you felt about it because I feel like as soon as they introduced, um, slight spoiler alert, spoiler alert here, the the idea of the 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 seven deadly sins kind of thing. I mean, that that shouldn't be a spoiler because of. of- how the name of the show yeah yeah but it's also like how they dropped it in sure i feel almost like man it would have been it would have been better if they hadn't i guess gone this route but they got to right yeah you i mean it's it's the methodology right so like you i mean the name of the show is berserk of gluttony so you have to assume that there's other the others, you know, so I mean that's that that was to be expected, like you said. Why why is our our other person with the the sin ability or you know whatever? But we can assume maybe she's sloth because she fell asleep out of nowhere. Her weapon is sloth. Her weapon is sloth. Why is she endlessly hungry? Is she is it mm. that she has the same ability? Like does she have gluttony? But but her weapon is sloth or does she have greed and then her weapon is sloth or I'm not sure exactly how that, how yeah. that works. Yeah. Greed is his weapon. So his weapon is greed. greed. Yeah, greed is his weapon. He's gluttony. She's, she has sloth, but what uh, it could be, I mean, they, they could, it could be that her weapon makes her tired. It yeah. drains all her energy from her. You know? I just, uh, I don't know, bro. Cause I, I, I really enjoy this MC. Yeah, hear me out. I love the the mayhem we caused in the in the previous episode. Sure. Yep. Um, I just I guess I don't want it to get too predictable. This this is what it is, and and this is okay. Like right, like this goes back to the conversation we had millennia ago on with the when we had a guest when we had the guest from uh, Black Anime Podcast, Aaron, where we talked about what's most important. What's most important to you, world MC? Uh, you know, power system, whatever, whatever, whatever's most important to you when you're watching an anime. Because one can be good, one can be bad. The world, not so good here, and and preserve gluttony. And I, I'm not gonna admit that. But the MC is so fire. Even mm-hmm. even uh, was Roxy. Even she's fire. I like her. Even uh, like. The sword I like, you know what I'm saying? I like greed a lot. Like like I I like the characters of the show. Which means that for me personally, Polo, which everybody that knows that listens to the show, knows that characters is the most important piece. I'm okay with an okay world if the characters are tolerable or manageable. And that's what this is. This world is okay, but the characters are great, I think. 
at least a couple of them are anyway. I don't know I, about the sloth girl yet because we just met her, but I'm enjoying yeah, it. And she definitely has that like stale personality type where it's like she's supposed to be the, the lolly mm-hmm. calm, probably older than, than she looks. Everybody person. here, of course. And yeah, yeah. And then super leaning to the the ownership like she saw him first kind of thing and i, I don't want to say that's the i don't want to read too much into it but i definitely felt it. i was like bro what i like on this road i'm not i'm not really here for it yeah what i like is the the the, the breadcrumbs of intrigue that they put within the show like we don't why does greed and her know each other why have they known each other what seems to be for a long time it's, mm-hmm. it's stuff like that that I enjoy more than anything else that, that's going on. Like, and his, and again, the main character situation, like, he has to basically eat or feed on souls or he dies. So it's like, I'm, I'm more intrigued in that than I am anything else, really. Right. But I completely see what you mean about, like, where is it going as far as, like, the other sins? Like, what, how, how could they possibly be involved with this? Because we were okay with just our main character and kind of just doing what he doing and, and focused on his situation. Mm-hmm. It's when they try but, to add too much that makes it rough and, to tolerate. And that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. so that's more, I guess, what I'm, what I'm trying to lean into is that like, I, I agree. The characters are very enjoyable in this anime. Mm-hmm. Um, don't dilute it too much, I guess is right. how I'm feeling. Right. My, now, and I, I get it. You got to add more to the world. You got to add more to the story. You got to add more to the characters. But it's like, I don't know if this is the right time yet, or and maybe it was the right time, and I'm just being picky. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to give them another another couple episodes to rock like that. But yeah, you you gotta <laughs> shout out to Rob J. You gotta temper your expectations. <laughs> You know, you just yeah. t- tip your expectations when you want, want. That's what I do. Every show that I turn on, my expectations are tempered. Like every I, single episode, every single no, every single show. It's, it's show based, right? So okay. I'm not. I don't expect Berserker Gluttony to be as good as MF Ghost. Uh-huh. I'm not expecting uh, MF Ghost to look as good as Overtake. I'm not expecting Overtake to be as fun as a hundred girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like I I set my bar to 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 the show's taste from when I watched it from episode one. And then when I go to a new show, I start from scratch. I start from zero and then figure out where to go from there. So, so setting your determinants on Berserker Gluttony, you're watching fucking Free Ren and Apothecary Diaries this this season. So you're like, ah, this Berserker Gluttony ain't as intriguing as those two. You know, maybe it's not good. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, 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 am, I do think I'm giving it a fair shot. But I think that, and I know we've talked about this before. The the podcaster brain kicks in sometimes, yes. And I kind of see that uh, that striking of like, I don't want how bad it is or how bad certain aspects are to overtake how good other aspects are, right? Because when the when the plot becomes too like. I already know what this is and I'm already digesting it before they even give it to me. It makes it, it's, it makes me feel like, Oh, well, why am I even watching this show? If I already know how this is going to end. Well, so I'm, well trying, on, I'm trying to pull, pull back from that, bro. Well, well on my Libra scale. Are you entertained? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what, that's where it matters. If it's just cool. And, but the weight of the predictability is, is higher than the, it's cool. Then maybe turn it off, you know? 
I don't know. It was just a suggestion, just an idea. That's reasonable. But I love it. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I enjoy watching it because, again, the way I watch anime is probably way different than yours. It has to be different than yours because you have, you know, kids and, and a wife. So for me, it's, it's easy for me to cart. What's the word? Compartmentalize. <laughs> the shows that I watch because of the days that they come out, right? So Berserker and Gluttony come out on Sunday, the day we release, the day we record alongside Overtake and MF Ghost and shows that I know that aren't really as Apothecary Diaries level, even though Apothecary Diaries does come out on Sundays, I think, um, or Free Rent, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I have it all, like the days that they're out, I'm watching them. The days that they're out, I'm watching them. So I'm like, whatever day, like, whatever days that they come out, that's that's basically my base and how I start my day every morning, so. I don't know. I, I just, again, I, it's the way we consume, it's what we consume, and it's how much we consume that I think kind of changes our perspective on a lot of stuff that we watch. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Because I, 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 dog, <laughs> Apothecary Diet is so good. Um, As always. I can't fucking wait to watch next week. Dad needs to talk. Rob from Dad needs to talk podcast gets me so excited with his tweet about apothecary diaries and what's going to happen next week. Supposedly, I don't know, but again, temper my expectations. Uh, yes. Let's see here. Anything else? Oh yeah, like I said, we're watching Invincible and talk about that next week. That's a big deal. I can't wait. Big deal for sure. Uh, did you see it? Uh, no, I ain't watched it yet either. I'm, we gonna, we, well, Monique and I are excited to watch that first two episodes yeah she had uh I, she wanted to go back and rewatch the train scene <laughs> <laughs> i said what's wrong with you <laughs> it's so good it's so good oh i cannot wait to talk about that next week but this time we're here to talk about the final season part six final chapter part two times four to the third power of attack on titan attack on um, titan is longer than pi <laughs> Attack on Titan is finally done. Uh, and I will say, I'm so glad that it's done. Mm-hmm. I've never been more happy about a series finishing in my entire life. I don't think I've ever been happy about a series finishing in my entire life, to be honest. But I'm so ecstatic that this is done. It's over because it was it was being drugged way too fucking long mm-hmm. for reasons that, you know, Changing studios and Mappa working the asses off, or there's all kinds of shit that led to this being drugged. <laughs> drugged, yeah. Hey, the, the show did get a little lopsided afterwards. Um, so. I'm also happy that this is done. Um, for me, this is like a. The episode was kind of emotional. And I'm gonna tell you why. Not because like what happened, but it's just because like you said, it's done, right? Like mm. we finally come to an end of all this. And I enjoyed the beginning of Attack on Titan so much. Me too. I feel like I personally have a lot of history with Attack on Titan. Me too. Um especially the reading it month to month for, for years. Uh before we even start this podcast, you know what I mean? Mm. Um there was so much time I put into uh, Attack on Titan that uh, we get to this point here 
where it's finished. I'm like, man, bro, this is years of like a culmination of years and it's finally over. And I kind of wish it was over sooner. Right. Yeah, we all do. I think. Um, and I only say I wish it was over sooner because I feel like I would have nicer things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Agree with that. And I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even going to say it was like like horrible. I just <laughs> let's let's not do that yet. <laughs> let's not do that yet. Um, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about about this this wrap up of Attack on Titan? Finally. Oh uh, well. I, I said this a long time ago when I was when I read it. The best part about it was the end, mm-hmm. and, I, and I say that with all sincereness. Like the best part about the show was the way it ended. I don't think it could have ended any better. Uh, any, uh, and I don't think it. Um, yeah, I, I think this is the right way of ending it, of closing it out, like. That mm. it's the it's the only way that sort of kind of made sense for ending it, and you know I, I was okay with it. I was okay when I read it that that the way it ended, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm okay with it now watching it as it ended. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I do miss wit. I do think the show did not look good um, to me personally. I truly, truly felt like it looked. I mean, it looked like the manga. Let's just keep it real. It's, Mappa did a hell of a job with being manga accurate. And yep. those that know me, I know I don't like the way the manga looks. It looks fucking terrible to me, in my personal opinion. Like, the art looks so scratchy and, and intentional for the art style. and But the animation, as far as, like, some of the, some of the Titan animations, the 3D just did not look... Did not look appealing. Yeah, did not look appealing at all. It was it was kind of like it was kind of like how I felt about JoJo's, but not as uh, eccentric, I guess. You know how jo- how eccentric JoJo's is, and I oh, I say this all the time. JoJo's makes me want to fucking scratch the skin off my skin, like it it looks so disgusting to me. But I I felt that watching this, I felt like it was cheap 3D assets. But other than that, you know. You know, it was it was it was good to see a lot of stuff that I that I read actually animated though, like fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, the it was funny is and, and obviously we're gonna go into spoilers of this. Everybody fucking watched it, so it doesn't matter. But what the best part for me was watching Levi kill uh a big uh fucking what's his name Zeke Zeke yeah. Watching Levi kill Zeke because it was just the, the way again, yeah. The way that I read it was exactly how it was. It played out. So when you read it and you see Zeke talking, he's like, ah, and he's fucking automatically his head is gone. It was just, it was brilliant the way that was. It was executed so brilliantly, uh, literally and figuratively, I guess. The, yeah, and and hear me out. Animation wise, the part that bugged me the most was specifically the 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 ending transition when everybody's like rallying their emotions and energy to do this like final combination attack and you have this like long like almost like a single shot scene of them trying to carry through and do everything i was like this is actually really bad <laughs> and i'm only yeah, saying it bad because it's like i know there a lot of them are using omnidirectional gear and some of them are titans and etc cetera, etc cetera. the titans are like clay that's what it, the problem was yeah and it didn't seem like 
the motion fit where they were going. It almost felt like, you know how like you look at a video game and if you move the camera out of the spot that the video game has it set in, that everything is like clipping through the walls and looks funky mm. and stuff like that. I felt like if I had moved the camera, that's what this was going to look like. Like yeah. a bunch of clipping art together and stuff like that. Um, and that, that could have a lot to do with the 3D animation, um, the CGI. But bro, and I know, I know there's people out there who absolutely love this, who thought this is bomb. This is I like, I'm sorry. Uh, it, the animation was not it. I'm happy that it ended though. I'm happy that it got to this ending. I find, I'm happy it finally all came to a came to a head, and the show is <laughs> over. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I actually, so I, I enjoy this ending. I, it almost makes me feel like I wish that this season, the way they did this whole final season, I wish they had just did this from the beginning. Almost yeah, like they they shouldn't have gave us a, a season one a final season part one that was 12 episodes then another final season that was 12 episodes then a season finale and then another season finale <laughs> it yeah. was, it's too much um but this the way this ended and the pacing almost felt like they didn't waste our time too much like i still feel like there were some points that was wasted 100 <laughs> percent. like they could have they could have gone through some parts of this and man I, i'm not trying to make this sound like a attack on titan slander thing because i actually I do really enjoy Attack on Titan after this ending, but I'm going to remember for the nostalgia, not so much for the animation. Um, but yeah, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't think they. I think the pacing was a bit off for the movie, but if they ha- if it had been done any other way, I feel like the pacing would have been significantly worse. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think, I think to, to me that was the 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 pacing was one of the better parts, and it's probably because. I just don't um, I guess to go to the food negatives I just don't give a fuck about no like nobody like I don't care about anybody in the show so like f- for you to kind of drag me along to and on something that I don't care about and again I started to feel this again remember yeah. y'all everybody's listening to this I started feeling this when I started reading it right when season 3 ended I was excited Attack on Titan was almost in my top 10 anime of all time and I love this show so I'm gonna just I'm going to always throw that caveat out there. Well, this is going to be the last time I'll throw that caveat out there because it's over now. But I love the Attack on Titan so very much. And then the final season started. Before the final season started, I read all the way up into the end. Pretty much all in one day. Probably took me two days maybe to read it all. And I was baffled by what I was reading because the characters changed so much that I just did not give a fuck. They're so dry and boring and annoying and... Like everything about them was annoying. Like everything was just irritated me to no end. Maybe it's a personal thing, but I hated all of them. So to watch this, every time somebody died, I didn't give a fuck. Like I didn't care. Like the deaths were meaningless to me. Anybody getting hurt, I didn't care. Anybody coming close to dying, I didn't give a fuck. Like that's that's why characters so important to me because if, if I don't care about that, I don't really care about anything else that's going on. I do think Attack on Titan became overly convoluted and and it's uh and it's storytelling and it's writing in order to kind of bring ahead this ending again i'm perfectly happy with the ending i i'd, I'd rather end like this but the the methodology that they took to get here was so fucking lackluster that i like it was such a 
a paradigm shift from what we got in the first three seasons or at the beginning of the manga to where it is now that, you know, I, it was hard for me to give a fuck. So again, watching it, uh, you know, I, I was, I was entertained, I guess, because it was, it was cool to see the carnage, but I, I just didn't care about anything. And there's a lot of things I can rock with in the name of freedom and like, I guess rocking with your people and stuff like that. But, uh, Putting your mom in harm's way <laughs> don't seem like one of those things. Oh, I just had to, so it can lead me to this point. It's so fucking. It's just so tacky to me. Yeah, that I, that did not seem that did not seem functionally real. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like a, a a retcon. That's what it seemed like. All it seemed it. like oh, we had to give him this emotional trauma so he can move forward. But like realistically. Come on, bro. You ain't have to do all that. Yeah. Um, and then and then had him say that he did it himself. To me, that was the worst part. That's what made a lot of it seem worse. Is that? But that's supposed to be the twist, tell. I know. I get it. I get it. But that's what made it seem worse. That that I can get a lot of things. Aaron had to put himself in this position to get here. Mm-hmm. That's what the founding titans' power is. Aaron wasn't always in control, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, right? Whatever they want to, whatever they want to kind of make it out to be. Hold on. The the biggest fucking slap in the fucking face to me personally was Ymir loved the king for 2,000 years. Like that shit really blew my fucking mind. I'm like, okay. Let's be real. In here. So let me, let me finish with my Aaron thought real quick. Sorry. No, no, you're not wrong. Cause I want to touch on that too. Um, Ain't no way. Aaron, like to me, that just sounds absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. That as a as a person who saw himself live that trauma before he even knew he had that power, right? Before he knew he was gonna have that power, now he's in in the world where he can see how to move parts around. You say, okay, I'm gonna make myself live live this trauma of watching my mom get eaten by a titan and say, I want to kill all titans. You couldn't do anything else, bro. Your own bro. mama. And I, I get it. You ain't want to waste the life of nobody else. But you already killing eighty percent of humanity anyway. You could have made it anybody else, mama. It's, they would. They, but the structure goes like: if he didn't have that problem with it, or if his mother wasn't the the sacrifice to this uh, circum of the circumstance, then he wouldn't have been able. Mother. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to turn like to eat. eat have the emotional motivation to do what he's doing now, right? I so get it. it's I get all, it. It, it's all it's it's the two plus two equals four, two times two equals four kind of shit. It's like, but he would have been hyped up just as much if his mom leg popped off from a titan. That's nah, all I'm man. saying. No, I wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't nah, have. The, the effect, know, the effect of watching your mom get eaten by titans is enough for you to say, oh, these motherfuckers are throwing titans at us. Remember, mm-hmm. Marlians were throwing titans at these people. So it's their fault. So now I got to get mad enough to get over. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it has to be uh, equivalent exchange in, in the words of your favorite anime. It has to be. I, I get that. I get that. I just ain't no way I can justify put my mom in, in another type person's mouth to get devoured like that. I, I feel it, though, because I'm not I'm not Aaron. But, yeah, but that doesn't matter until you and like because it at that moment in time, it's not him. Right, it's him right. seeing this. Right, it leads up to that him. point. Yeah, right, right. So he's like, 
fuck, I gotta do this. Kind of shit here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm fucked. I have to do this in order for it to lead to where it is. But the the right. issue with it is like, like you said, you're not wrong about it being so many fucking plot holes within this whole thing. Because again, if you saw the future, if you saw everything, if you saw these paths, you knew this fucking worm thing was the only thing you needed to do to kill this shit. Now, now I get it because if the Marlians were were to not fight without the Titans or fight the Eldians without the Titans, then it would they would probably stump his people. I get that. So maybe that's the reason why, but it's all just fucking it's it's a overly convoluted thing for no reason. And then you, you, like you said, you take out 80% of humanity. You could also take out the weapons. Yep. Make everybody start from scratch. Now you got whatever is left of the Eldians and then the rest of the fucking world. Yeah, they probably still gonna be mad. But like you said, they could have still just fought you. There's still so much. Or just like, kill the they, Titans. Just break the fucking worm. Yeah, <laughs> kill, the, kill the Titans. But the Ymir, Ymir being in love for 2,000 years, That's you have a, a literally near omnipotent being who can literally resurrect, deconstruct all kind of, all kind of shit in their world, right? Mm-hmm. A near omnipotent being that is omnipresent to all Eldians. And she's in love with this dude that basically abused her. And I, I get it, right? I know a little bit too much about psychology, but for two thousand years, I don't think that's how that worked. No, bro, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. Well, it, it sure it could be she was still in love with him, but it doesn't work for the fact that two thousand years caused this much pain and suffering for everybody else just because of that. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't add up. None of it adds up. That to to a point where it and people are probably yelling at their fucking phones or probably turned the podcast off by now. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not <laughs> expecting this episode to get a lot of listens, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us. But like, it's essentially it's it's just a mess. It's a mess. Like I said, but where we got to again, my favorite part of the entire series as a whole is that very end. Mm-hmm. Is the very end and when it's. When it's Mikasa's fucking going in there and instantly chopping his fucking head off with yeah. no hesitation, because that's the only time that they showed any type of character characterization that wasn't fucking annoying or lackluster or just what felt like real emotion. Yeah, what felt like actual emotion. Everything else was just it, it felt washed. Then I'm telling you, wash is perfect because Armin's moment. Ugh. I felt like Buddy was just complaining the whole time. Bro's just complaining. Yeah, he's just talking. I I feel That's what you. He turned bro. into man. It, 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 this is emo- and he's always been emotional. Hey, let's say 100%. let's not say he is, this is what he turned. into He always been emotional. Emotional, yes. But this like whining, Aaron. Why'd you do this? Kind of uh, a vibe he had. Nah, bro. I, I was ready to turn off Armin. No, I missed the the Armin that was the the thinker that strategically planned yeah, out the different shit. Like that's the shit that I that I missed. That I that again take that paradigm Armin shift. That was, that was willing to take over for Irwin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. I wanted the I wanted the good Armin, and I would have taken the emotional Armin over this sulking. And why'd you do it, Armin? Like, mm-hmm. bro, you now that and. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's yeah. I, 
I, I think you feel me on that. I think I you do. feel me on the, on the Armin thing. Uh, I, I wish that we could have entirely foregone Armin. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm happy this came to an end. Um, the, the head pissing was a little morbid. Yeah, um, like necrophilia. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but I get it because realistically, he still had like another 30 seconds of brain activity. Maybe oh, she's one okay. of the All right. <laughs> still don't excuse the necrophilia at all. I agree. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just in here. I'm trying to justify it in any way I can, bro. Ain't no way, Chief. Ain't because, no way. Because I wanted it to be good, but man. It's, it's, listen. It's okay. not a bad ending. I'm not saying it's a bad ending. When I no, no, like, no. I think we both agree that the ending was, was good. It's just yeah. the, the journey. Now, here's the question, right? Could we say? Because how many episodes is that total when you when you when you bring it up? I'm gonna look at it here. Season one through three were great. Were great seasons of Attack on Titan. Technically, the final season is is three seasons in itself with with mm-hmm. the amount of episodes that it is. But would you say it's about 50 50, 50% great? Well, I don't, me personally, maybe I'm asking this question to poll on myself. 50% of this was great, 50% of this was com- turned into complete garbage to me. No, I would what say it's better. Huh? I'm talking I would about say for better. me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. For me personally, 50% of it was great, the other 50% was garbage. Does this make the show good? You know, because you know how I like to how I like to uh, you know categorize things, right? I put, I say, listen, if if twenty five percent of your season was good, does that make the show good? No, right? Like even if it had, even if this season had some of the best part, the best action scenes in it, does that mean that the entire season is good? No, it does not. I.e., season four of My Hero. So. For me, is this show good because of it being mostly bad at the end? Um, the ending was good. I think, yes. I think I will consider the show okay. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think I will give it an okay right down the middle score. Because, only because of the, I like the ending. I like how it ended. So, even though they went from good to bad. So I, I, I kind of agree with that. The only reason I would give it better than okay, right, is because from what I remember from season one and two, it was really good mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. Season three was the one I got to rewatch because I know I watched parts of it, but I was reading at that point and I it's didn't good. have like that, that urgency to to. to necessarily watch it but i'll take your word for it let's say it was good right season four is like the finale season and that felt elongated it felt uh poorly paced it felt like there's a huge shift in the characters dynamics and and desires and and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so i would say let's say that's 25 percent of the show yeah Uh so I, i i can't say it's like 50 50 but i can let's say let's say because of like the extension of this movie part let's say it's more like 65 percent of the show if 65 percent of the show is good and the rest is like eh, 
I'm gonna say it's like a, a C. So yeah, it's okay. I think okay is is good, but I still think that's like better than average, but not amazing. If yeah. that makes sense. And the reason why I get such a hard time for me is because of the of that that character dynamic switch. Like you mm-hmm. cannot you cannot take something that you had that was a fucking straight piece of paper and ball it up and throw it in the trash, and then I'm supposed to go and, and take it out the trash and unravel it. Like it just. It was, I don't know what the fuck analogy that was. It didn't even make sense, but (laughs) still, still, I still feel like that because of the the characters went from here to fucking sewage. And and, and for those that are listening to the podcast version, not watching the video to the top of the sky, to the bottom of the fucking dirt, that has more impact on me only because of what I felt for this show. If you go back and listen to, I'm sure Christian, hey, shout out to our archivist. Find out what I was about, what episode I was about to make Attack on Titan in my top 10. Like, I was so close. If I didn't do it, I think I, or top five, I think I did it or, or maybe came close. I don't know. I can't remember. So, if you could find that for me, let me know so I can retweet it to say, this shit fucking sucks now. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, yeah. uh, to me, it's, I, I would say it's, it's okay only because the ending was good. But I'm leaning more towards bad than okay. Right. And what's kicking me in my chest about it is I'm I'm like thinking about like season one and season two. I'm thinking about when Aaron and them had to like link up to even get to the point to where they could try and kill Annie. Mm. And then when we that point, we find out Annie just turns into a straight rock and they can't do anything about it. And it was like we we got all this build up and we got this disappointment, but that disappointment didn't feel like bad it felt like we were still discovering about the world <clears throat> so hold up i don't know what to, i think i had to sneeze but either way <laughs> i'm keeping that in we got we got so much build up about the world to get that disappointment but it felt like so rewarding still yes just to see our characters running through the catacombs and and the buildings and everything mm-hmm. like that to try and get to this final moment and then we kind of get here and this did not have that same impact for me because you didn't care as much. It didn't. It did not. And you're right. It did not feel like all these these hundreds of characters that they done stockpiled together. It did not feel like all of this mattered as much as it did back then. Even Which though is crazy, technically this is supposed to matter significantly more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it turned into a convoluted shit show with with uh fucking stale gingerbread character like it just it just they were stale I'm sorry and if mm-hmm. if you if you disagree listen again I know this y'all probably been turned to podcast off if you're listening <laughs> this far and you love Attack on Titan still more power to you tweet at me at Polo Bornflower or t- tweet at Tell that King Telliano just <laughs> saying no don't tweet at him <laughs> You can tweet at me. Let me know that you need to. <laughs> to let me know that you listened this far into the episode because I know this makes a lot of y'all mad. But this shit fucking stunk. The entire the series as a whole went from great to okay, and that stinks. Okay, that stinks for sure. That definitely stinks. Um, and to me, overall, the show stinks. What did you think about? We're gonna wrap this up here before uh, the internet sets our lives on fire. What did you think about the the end and end credits that was not in the manga? That's, I mean, to me, that's exactly what I expected. Yeah. He 
Aaron got them to a point where they were going to supposed to be even in this world. And then literally this shit continues just without Titans. And it's like, you did nothing, bro. You did nothing. And and I get it though, because that's the nature of humanity. We're gonna fight regardless. That's, that just is what it is. But you actually did nothing. <laughs> you these people don't even remember, don't even care about the fact that there was Titans in the world just stomping everybody out. And then we kind of get the, that little ending scene with the boy walking into yeah. the tree. Yeah. And which is maybe indicated to be Mikasa's son. Yeah, and, and maybe they have more information. And obviously, Titans aren't coming back, but it's like, what is this supposed to be? Is it supposed to... It didn't give me nothing, bro. It's it just like made me feel bro. like... Yeah. yeah, it made me feel like this is exactly what was going to happen because you didn't actually solve shit with your big plan to eliminate 80% of the world. There was not, there's no peace. There's nothing. You didn't do nothing but just make the world less people repopulate and they're going to do the same shit over and over and over again. What pissed me off is them having that little boy in it and him walking into the tree to indicate something. It's not, it doesn't indicate anything. You're not coming back. You're not coming back. (laughs) You're not bringing Attack on Titan back with some other fucking characters or story. Like it was just a nothing burger, and that what it did was it got the anime, the the Attack on Titan anime community in a tizzy. Like, oh, but what about the guy walking the tree? That could be something. And it's, it's I guarantee you, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything, like the rest of the show initially. Um, overall, I mean, it was that's it. Attack on Titan is done. You can now. You know, come back, listen to the podcast. We will never talk about Attack on Titan again. I promise you that. <laughs> like, I, I wholeheartedly guarantee you that Mike Check Wife Wife will never talk about Attack on Titan ever again, probably. So. Oh, oh what? <laughs> with that being said, what are we spoiling this week? We spoiling Free Ren. Um, what else we got here? Um, Let's do... Your sleeper, okay. Our Rant free. story, rent free, and well, let's do Kingdoms of Ruin. You seen that? Have I seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Let's talk about that because that's that's intriguing. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back after this.
episode 227 of My Check Wife Waifu. Uh, right now, we're about to spoil Rent Free, aka Free Rent. Episode. Uh, aha, see, I remember it this time. Mm. I just don't have the episodes handy. Uh, episode <laughs> 9 of Free Rent. Uh, before we get into the other spoilers of the other shows, uh, this was by far the best episode of the show. Now it's really? not. Now it's not only because of the animation, okay, and it's not only no. It is not because of the animation. It's because of how everything played out because of the episode prior, right? Of rent free or free run going to. Mm-hmm. Talking to Fern and Stark, like, hey, you y'all can beat them. Like, like I'm not, I'm leaving town. Not telling right. them exactly what they're gonna do, but I'm leaving. Y'all can beat them. I'm leaving town because the guard died, and I want to be executed. Obviously, that was a lie. She went to go see Aurora, the Aurora, big bad, Aurora the guillotine, right? Who has the power to control essentially any other living being, even when they're dead. Yep, if they have less mana than her. If they have less less mana than her. What's cool is that in the episode prior to this one, we got the whole conversation of Free Run the Slayer and them figuring out who she was. Free Run the Slayer is crazy. (laughs) It is a crazy name, first of all. Oh, man. So she's incredible. She's deadly. Um, so first and foremost, though, what I love about this show is exactly that, right? They gave us Free Run the Slayer in the previous episode. <laughs> and then they also, um, I feel like they just drop information. Like we've talked about before, they, they give out the ley lines, they, they drop the breadcrumbs, the hints. Um, the first time that she told them they could do something, was when Fern had to fight Zoltrak. Yes. And it, obviously it wasn't just Fern, but it's the fact that she's showing them each time that you are better than you think. Right. You know what I mean? Zoltrak. Then you got uh, Stark with the dragon. I just need you to hold the dragon off for 30 seconds. Stern and killed the dragon 15 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's just the principle that she she has let them know and see that they are more than what they believe. Um, and I love how these characters find their resolution and ambitions yeah. um, through these interactions. Because Fern, for instance, right? She's fighting um, the blood demon. And she's like, why would Freerun think that I can beat him, you know, in her head. She's like, why, why would I, why am I in this fight? What's going on? And she realizes through stuff that we've already seen yeah. that when she casts spells, she casts them faster than anybody else. Freerun doesn't cast them as fast as she does. Mm-hmm. So she's able to, to counter others way faster than they're, they're normal to reacting to. And it's crazy because it, it makes a huge difference in this fight specifically because yes, Dude might have years of magical power over her. Nah, and that's the thing. He, we learned that he doesn't. Because right. he's like, yo, he's like, it's just a battle of attrition. He's like, oh, wait, I won't win a battle of attrition with her. Mm-hmm. 
But what I'm saying is that years of experience. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah experience I mean? is experience. He's got the experience over her, but his his actual magic prowess isn't better than hers. Right. Because he she's literally just like boom, 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 boom. Don't matter what you're doing. I'm lighting them all up with a, essentially a basic attack spell now. Yep. That's been modified specifically to kill demons. This is crazy. Um because this is just a preparation that they they gave us for that. Right. Uh, and they and gave it was, and they gave it through us all throughout the show. So it's not like what what I don't like cuz I I somebody on um TikTok commented um Shangri-La is the best anime of this season and it's oh not even God. close. I said that's cap because uh, rent rent uh, free run is right there and apothecary <laughs> dies is right there. Somebody else, a third party commented and said, I tried to rush free run and it was boring. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, that I, I can't, there's no, I can't have this conversation with you then because there's nothing. And I mean, nothing boring from moment one to moment nine boring about this show. It's so captivating with the way they determine what, with the way they set up the world and the rules and the, and what happened and they trinkle story beats and information that takes you again right to what you were just talking about to a moment that culminates into this fucking grandiose moment that becomes some of the best shit I've seen probably almost this year yeah it's up there bro for sure it's like it's unbelievable watching and then again Matt who the fuck is this Madhouse Madhouse is unbelievable right now shout out to Madhouse for going above and beyond with what what they doing with this fighting like it looks beautiful which i already knew they wouldn't go have a problem with right because they did over but these angles uh not to shout out attack on titan again way better than attack on titan's angles yeah 100 um <laughs> but yeah bro they they did their thing with this one and then we get to you know stark's battle and uh, to find out that the demon's magic, she was she can copy the the flow of magic, so she can use anyone's weapon and use their their abilities and whatnot. And her attacks. And, and I love so like <laughs> so Stark is Zenitsu, but without so much less of a spine. Because mm. Zenitsu's gonna cry the whole time. Stark just needs a reason to not cry. You know what I mean? He right. just needs to see that, like, okay, I'm gonna pop your head off real quick, and then he just does it. Um, <laughs> what I love is just the realization of him, like, yo, you you fight like my master, so now I'm really terrified because I can never be my master. But you're hitting me, and it's not like my master because you don't have any weight behind it. And again, these realizations are happening while we're getting little tidbits. And again, this is not like season four of a uh, of my hero, right? This is tidbits that are like quick glimpses of of the past like like a character uh remembering something in a way that's not a full-blown fucking side story in the middle of the episode it's two seconds of of learning how learning why is learning how hard his master hits and then coming to the realization and it's just it's like a back and forth it's a it's a beautiful fucking dance between the past and the present and what they learned and, and how they implementing what they learned and becoming yeah. just demons, man. And I took that um that thing he said about his master is kind of like a, a double sided thing, right? Because yeah, she could very well not be hitting as hard as her master, but I also took it like his emotional weight. Right. These are demons. They don't have any emotions behind what they're doing. 
they literally just think we need to kill to keep living and survive and whatever, right? They're, they're, everything they do is about manipulation. Sure. So when he says she has no weight behind her attacks, I'm feeling like, one, she's not as strong as his master, and two, she literally don't feel nothing when she's trying to kill this man. It's just another obstacle in her way. So to him, it's like there's nothing to this attack because this is not life or death for her, at least in her mind. He thinks she thinks that she's better than me. Right. And like I said, this could just be too much, but it's like, I feel like they, they leave us with these double like meanings behind things in this show. And for Stark to just say, yeah, you don't have any weight behind that lightning strike. And this splitter, I was like, that's, that's what I needed. And I was like, yo, Stark, I like him. And, and, I can't even say I just like Stark. I like all these characters. Yeah, I, I love them all. But the funny thing is, is when Stark got added, I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the first thought that I had until you continue to watch and he quickly, quickly, quickly grows on you. Probably yeah. that same episode where you think you won't like him or me personally, where I thought I wouldn't like him. He grew on me that same episode. I'm like, oh, shit. This guy's he's fucking not dope. Yeah, exactly. He's not a liability. It's... While he still has his, you know, trepidations and hesitations, which completely makes sense with with a somebody who lacks the experience as somebody as Freeran or even Fern at this at this point, I I fucking love it, man. I love it, and it's going to be so sweet to see the aftermath of what happens after those two win, and then go either help uh, Freeran or Freeran already mopped the floor with her, probably. Right, then already laid waste to the land. Yeah, so you know, I I, just, I I can't wait. It's in four days, but I'm be here in <laughs> two days, and I, it's just the anticipation kills me. Okay, so watching this drives me crazy when the episode ends because I'm like, fuck, I gotta wait a week, bro. You know what? Also, uh, this happens with what our dating story. Yeah, cause which hear is, me out. Which is the next thing <laughs> we're going to spoil, which is episode five of our dating story. Another time, this is another show that's like fuck. Every time the episode ends, I gotta wait six days or seven days or whatever. Because again, this episode fire, so uh, fire, man. So they left us on a hell of a cliffhanger, but it wasn't even like a bad cliffhanger. Let's start with that. True. It wasn't. It wasn't like some some tasteless cliffhanger. It was. It was reasonable. <laughs> it was reasonable because it wasn't like something groundbreaking, but it was something that we obviously could pick up on. So was this episode five? Episode, yep, episode five? five. Yep. Um. <laughs> they get to experience like uh, what is this like their their first month anniversary? Yes. This is this is interesting. Yeah, this is the first month anniversary, and they end up getting stuck in a situation to where they get rained out essentially in in, in their first month anniversary date, to where mm-hmm. they have to spend a night in the end together. And then she goes into a little bit more of what she went to in the very first episode was, "Hey, do you want to do it?" And she kind of explains to him that entire situation, which makes me feel a lot better about what I thought about her at first. Mm-hmm. Um, because essentially it's like she just wants someone which is a very sad thing to think about right like you just want somebody and somebody just wants the buns from you mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying so it's like and then hearing what we learn from her best friend about the guys that 
you know, used to date her and she called her too clingy and then just basically all the shit that a normal guy would want for real, she is. And right. she, she just watched her get basically used and thrown away. It it, it does it did affect me because at first I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like her because she fast and I don't I don't appreciate fast asses, you know what I'm saying? Right. But essentially, yes, she is fast, but in a way that I mean, is it excusable? So so the way I see it is uh yeah, she could be like you could say that that yeah, she's fast, but it's always in that manipulation aspect, yes. right? Cuz she uh she used to getting what she wanted. So she thinks that, you know, if she wants to get what she wants, she has to do this, whatever, right? Um I don't I don't know. I'm, no, I'm not no, saying no, that no. specifically as a thing. That's I'm very not saying wrong. I'm not that's very, I'm not correlating this. I'm not correlating this to the same thing. I'm I'm saying I'm saying that in her day to day life, right? She was always used to getting what she wanted. So I'm saying uh, that okay, okay, she okay. goes out into the world. That, no, that she's not using this to get specifically what she's want. Because I don't think she's a manipulator. I don't I think she's one of those people. I think that she's one of those people who's like a little bit too kind to a fault. Mm. Like she's faking the funk on, and I'm, I'm not even gonna say she's faking the funk. No, she, she, is she literally movie. said it. You're right. She is. Yeah, like so she she's giving herself to these people because that's what they want. Even though she never not, liked them. That she never liked them. She just wanted to get to know people. She wanted to to yes. to be more than just like this this whatever is going on with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I see. What and you're that's why that's why it's so important that we get these moments with our main character because. She's telling him, I want to, yes, but like also, I still have reservations. And him being so accepting of that is something that I hate to say a lot of women don't get to experience. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm sorry that that's an experience, but he's giving that to her. He's telling her, we have space to do that. And he's already made it clear that even with his inexperience, that yeah, it's, it is something I want to do. I'm a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's real. And that's what uh, I appreciated most about this because it, it it wasn't like the the same thing that we got in episode one where he's like, oh no, oh my God. Like he was scared of it, right? Like he wasn't that. <laughs> so because it wasn't that, I feel a lot more comfortable with this main character because it's more realistic now because of course he wants to do it. Like, hello, I'm fucking, I'm a horny teenage boy. So yeah, I, I, of course I want to, but I'm not going to because you we want to you want to do this right and i want to do this right mm-hmm. and and it kills after she says like it doesn't kill me when she says it it's after we get explained from her best friend you know mm-hmm. when she says you know can we do this something like this for a second month too and then i'm i'm like okay that's nice of her to say i guess but then we get to talking to the friend and the friend's like hey this is what happens after the second month she can't she can't get past she can't get to month 2 because they either cheat, they either leave her, they call her too clingy, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, I, I love the way they're just kind of delivering information about this girl we know nothing about. And we're learning about her as our main character learns about her, which is uh, something that we always love all and, the time. And what, what, what blows my mind is that clearly in the, the context of this story, the the boyfriends that she has had, they're not actually spreading any of the stuff about her being clingy or any of that stuff. They're literally just spreading the parts that like, yeah, she gave it up. Yep. 
they're not spreading the part that, oh, she's a girlfriend that's going to want to be around you all the time. They spreading the fact that, yeah, I bought her this stuff because he probably thought that's what he had to do to get it, even though all he that. really had to do was ask. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it literally just, and I'm, I'm like, they're literally spreading the worst details about yeah. her when in reality, it ain't none of that, bro. Straight it up. ain't even none of that. You're just a bad guy. You're the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, bro. You're the bad guy. You sitting here making it seem like she's this this pig of a woman, and, and clearly that's not the case. And, yep. and I, it sucks that that it sucks that we had to wait for uh uh Ryoto for him to set it straight for everybody. Mm-hmm. Why we have to wait for him to set the record straight? Because everybody else is too weak and, and chicken shit to actually be real with themselves and everybody else. Yeah, and even though he's supposed to be the weak one. What, again, this goes back to me thinking about everything that we, I said about this title. Like, the experience you is implying her, but it's been him. Which mm-hmm. has been just a phenomenal twist of fate, I guess, for lack of a better word. That just feels good, man. And and to take it to where we end off, look, I seen I seen the previews for the next episode. Uh, but her sister ain't shit, man. Ain't nothing, bro. I hate her so much, bro. It's like it's like not even like a. I watch a lot of mess. Okay, I watch a lot of messy shows. It's not like a domestic girlfriend, like type thing where you kind of you kind of root for both these sisters and domestic mm-hmm. girlfriend no it's not like that it's a you genuinely fucking hate her guts like there's no reason for her to do what she's doing she's man, she's manipulating him to try to get what she wants i think this i think she has some psychological problems like psychotic mm-hmm. problems i should say not psychological psychotic problems that she need to work through and it's it's her parents' fault, but that's stupid. That this this what she doing right now is wild. Cause yeah. like that's your sister, first of all. Not just your regular sister, that's your twin sister. Y'all was born on the same day. Same time. <laughs> At the same time. And you, you really want to behind her and pretend to be her her so you can get her man. Come on, bro. Not yeah. even her man, her her high school boyfriend. Come on, man. So so thinking about this, tell we like, I don't know if you've seen the little uh, next episode preview, but the next episode preview uh, seems to be the result of him. They're mad at him because he, quote unquote, cheated. Uh, do, like, is it not obvious what's going on here? And, and what I feel like in I don't know what's about to happen, but I feel like he didn't do it. And she just says they did. Mm. And I only say that because I knew this was going to be a hell of a gut check episode because it's cliffhanger. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did it, but I do think that uh, he's going to be the kind of person who's like, I I don't want to say we didn't do it because I don't want to make her seem like a liar, and I hate I hate that for him. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like that's what we're going to run into a situation where he's like, no, nah, this doesn't make sense. You you literally just turned me down, or we literally just discussed this, and now you you turn around the next day. Yeah. I don't think that's real, so I feel like he's gonna turn it down. Right, but, I agree you know. with that. I agree with that. But where my thought process was going was that she's going to throw herself on him, i.e., kiss him, or something like that. Somebody's gonna walk in and see that, and they're gonna see that it's like her wig is gonna fall off or some shit like that, mm. and. And somebody's gonna see that yo Riota was kissing 
what's her name? Uh, Maria was kissing Maria in the fucking gym storage. He cheated on you type shit. That's where I think it's going to go. And that's why I think it's going to, uh, that's why they say what they say. Because if, if it goes your way, right? I, I don't, again, he, he doesn't do it. And she says they did. Like, she's like, there's no fucking way Runa is not going to believe him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. So it wouldn't be that much of a mess if it was like that. It has to be something like I mentioned where the wig falls off. She's running to kiss him. They get caught in the closet. They tell the school, hey, Ryota was cheating on her. And she's like, well, but it was. And she's probably going to do her manipulation thing. Like, no, I'm so hurt, bro. Yeah. So she don't deserve this. No, <laughs> she don't deserve that at all. As mm-hmm. as the person that she's been. And even like within that household, right? Yeah. The reason she always got what she wanted is because she was the outspoken one. She always said what she wanted. So if you're the twin that don't say what you want and you don't always get what you wanted, yeah, your parents need to be a little bit more observative and, and give you what you want even if you don't necessarily say it. But mm-hmm. the reality is is that closed mouth don't get fed. She was hungry and she was trying to get fed, so she kept talking. And to me, it's wild that you're going to sneak behind your own sister and do this especially when after we've always seen she don't deserve no sneakiness in her life bro Mm-mm. it's wild to even <laughs> i'm sorry for her i'm looking for i'm just looking forward to seeing how he clarifies this situation because what i like about him is the same thing i like about the main character of 100 girlfriends it's that honesty that mm-hmm. honesty is what i appreciate more than anything because i'm i'm honest to a fault like is is it's, and just being honest and what that leads to, I just can't wait to see him express himself to her to let him know, to let her know, like, listen, it ain't that. It's this, me and you, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing that, bro. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Can't wait. I can't wait. Um, last but not least, the kingdoms of ruin, which I should have, I should have put two and two together from the moment I read the title because I, when I read the kingdoms of ruin, it didn't make yeah. any fucking sense to me. So I always it called it the, the kingdom of ruin. But now that it's the kingdoms of ruin, it makes a hundred percent sense. Mm-hmm. Like the the human kingdom ain't the only kingdom it was coming into ruin. These bitches, I mean, wishes was too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adonis ain't come to play with nobody. <laughs> straight up, straight up. So we were, <laughs> I mean, for those of you that don't know, we're about to spoil episode five of Kingdoms of Ruin. Bruh. Un, I, I was shocked. You were shocked. I was fucking shocked because I was not expecting him to be the one to bring the humans to the witches. Because I thought he was just about to have to do it out with the witches, which he would have lost, clearly, obviously. Yeah. But... To know that he brought them crazy. I yeah, when he did that, I didn't know what to expect. Me either. Me either. I was very surprised, but I did feel like he was going to have no allegiance to anybody. Um, that was quite clear after that last episode. And and even before, like in that last episode, I didn't think he was going to revive Chloe right in there because I felt like. He it needed to be something different, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he didn't feel comfortable with that. He knew whatever situation he's bringing Chloe into wasn't gonna be a good situation, so he didn't. 
I vibe with that. I think that was a smart move on his behalf. Um, the only reason why I knew he wasn't was because of the, the, the cover art. <laughs> yeah, the cover art yeah. is him and the pink hair girl. So, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I just didn't see it. Yeah. I, I, I saw the cover art, but I just didn't see him reviving Chloe. Yeah. But uh, when he brought the humans there, now hear me out. I thought the witches was gonna do a little bit more damage than that. Me too. Well, and they did. And don't get me wrong. Some of, them, some of them cold. Some of them cold. It popped off, but, but the, some, of them, some of them got handled. <laughs> yeah, because the problem is, is the numbers, right? Like they outnumbered. They they slowly kept trickling in. Like they took away. They took care of the first row, the first uh, wave. I mean, mm-hmm. and then the second wave, they they handled it for the most part, and then more came in the middle of them fighting that second wave. So it's like, you know, you. You only got you only got two hands, two eyes, and two feet. So better grow some more. Yeah, exactly. So with, it, with that being said, it, it was only a matter of time before they all croaked. Shout out to uh, Dorica Doroka, her uh, her friend risking her life though, because she could have saved herself. Yeah, and she could have been the one riding with a uh, old old boy. This show is. Uh-huh. This show is good at leaving cliffhangers too, to make it seem like all all hope is lost. Yeah, I, I think one of the things is to me is that I don't know where this is about to go. You never, you can't. That, that and that's what that's exactly that's where I was good. going. That's good. That's good. Yes. I don't know where this is about to go though, because I don't. I I feel like yes, he has a grudge with the witches, but his grudge with the witches ain't as bad as his grudge with the humans. Um. Because he still had a whole planet of humans to fight. But you got to think about it. Is it? You know what I mean? Because once he learned that they, what they did to Chloe, mm-hmm. he was like, nah, fuck y'all just as much, probably. Mm-hmm. I, at least yeah, I, I assume. So yeah, much. yeah, because he would be, she was bruised up and battered and beat up. And it was not because of the humans. Because the humans couldn't catch her. It was mm-hmm. because of the, the mother bitches. So... You know, it's like I don't know. I, again, just like you said, I think you are spot the fuck on. I don't know what's going to happen. It's so hard. <laughs> to, maybe it's hard to bring this into spoilers because we just don't know. Because at the end of this, they're they're good at showing you the end and making it seem like all hope is lost. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, the only person that was standing was that one human commander dude. Yeah, obviously, the other witch. And him is still alive because they're her main characters. But how? Where? And, and I don't know, like... When I say, like, I don't know where this show can go next, it's like, I know there has to be more chaos. Yes. I, I feel like Adonis done plunged them into basically hell. And it's definitely a revenge story, but, like... Sheesh, what's next? You know what I'm saying? It's I, I don't. You can't. You can't know, because like what? What? There's no more witches now. They're they're gone, outside mm-hmm. of Dor- Dor- Doroka. Like she's the only one, and him, and he needs a pin. Mm-hmm. I don't know what which is which is oddly more powerful than basically everything else. Everything else, yep. And that's why I want to bring Chloe back so she can make a bunch of those pins to give to others to help them fight the humans 
it's convoluted, but it's convoluted in a way like, oh shit, y'all y'all lost. Maybe he knows that he can make another tree with the pen. You think he can make another tree with the pen? Maybe. And I think that he realizes that he doesn't need a lot of memory to survive the to know of them. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't he didn't know her for more than a few seconds. That's a fact. That's a fact. You spitting. Damn, you spitting. I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know. What what happens next though? Like, okay. <laughs> they go back to Earth. <laughs> Does he write them back to Earth? Like, what the fuck? I don't understand. I don't know, bro. Hear me out. This might be one of the ones that you don't predict. Just let just go with the flow, man. Just go with the flow. All I know is I'm looking forward to it. I I don't like Dor- Doroka fucking trying to stop him from being him. Yeah. That I don't like. I don't appreciate because he needs to be him. We yeah. need him as viewers to him to be him. Right. And he can't be him with you. Oh, Adonis, no. Stopping him every fucking time. He's trying to slaughter some folks. You can't hurt anything that breathes. That's not nice. Yeah, like after they kill me and then kill my entire All Right, then they race. kill me and you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and an entire subrace of, of people. Silly. Very, very yeah. silly. But you know what else is silly? What's that? That I'm at Polo Bornflow on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter. And Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike, 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 Check, 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 Check. Tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.